Welcome to the Lent Reflections Experience. This week, we slow down to witness Jesus' agonizing journey to the cross. Within the midst of your busy day, create some space to center your mind and connect with God during these next few moments. Today, we prepare our hearts for Easter through the reading of Luke, chapter 23, verses 13 through 25. Pilate called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people, and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was inciting the people to rebellion. I have examined him in your presence and have found no basis for your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. So you can see he has done nothing to deserve death. Therefore, I will punish him and then release him. But the whole crowd shouted, Away with this man! Release Barabbas to us! Barabbas had been thrown into prison for an insurrection in the city and for murder. Wanting to release Jesus, Pilate appealed to them again. But they kept shouting, Crucify him! Crucify him! For the third time he spoke to them, Why? What crime has this man committed? I have found in him no grounds for the death penalty. Therefore, I will have him punished and then release him. But with loud shouts, they insistently demanded that he be crucified. And their shouts prevailed. So Pilate decided to grant their demand. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, the one they asked for, and surrendered Jesus The Bible is a narrative of two coinciding, coalescing stories. There's the lower story, where reality and history are interpreted from a limited human point of view. Then there is the upper story, which peels back the humanist curtain to unveil the grander reality of his story, the story of God sovereignly unfolding his will throughout history. As we enter the scene of Luke chapter 23, we find these stories vividly at play, and ourselves as spectators to the most profound and the most divinely ironic rendering of justice in all of history. Two accused men, one truly guilty, one truly innocent, one human, one human and holy. A spiritually cold, blind governor as judge, a self-righteous, rabid mob as jury, each character playing their part in this courtroom amphitheater, with only one having the eyes to see what was really going on. Everyone who thought they were in charge and in control were neither, and the one submissively acting as if he had no control was letting the ordained order of the moment play out. This was supposed to happen, but not for the reasons the majority thought. Jesus understood that God had already given the order that the crowds thought that they were declaring. They were only seconding a motion of prophetic fulfillment that God had ordained since sin first entered the world. Here, God would redeem this moment of perverted justice and issue a death sentence to the real criminal on trial, sin itself. God's upper story is always playing out amidst our lower story. In what ways is God calling you to have upper story eyes 
as you see yourself in this account? Where might you be vying for power or control, blinded by your own pride or self-righteousness? Where are you being persuaded to abandon just and moral logic and instead throw your voice in among the crowd to call evil good and good evil? On the other hand, where might you be sensing undue scrutiny or feeling wrongfully accused? And in that, how is God asking you to humbly submit to his will so that yours becomes a redemptive story of God's goodness and God's faithfulness? mercy. Grant us upper story eyes. Amen. Thank you for joining today's Lent Reflection. You're welcome to linger in this moment for as long as you like. Until next time, may you walk each day in the same path of sacrificial love that Jesus walked for us.